What a great, great Mother's Day. Uh, Mother's Day is, is a, uh, an amazing time. Uh, we, sometimes we, we uh, make it smaller than it should. Genesis tells us that when God created humanity, he created male and female. Both created in the image of God. Uh, Mother's Day is a, it's time to look at, at the feminine gender and knowing that it was created in the image of God. And, and there are attributes that, that in, the, in the personality and characteristics of, of women that, that as humanity we can look at and we can identify with God. One of the things that I, that I have always admired and appreciated about, about not just moms but women in general is their tenacity. And you say, well, what do you mean by that, Pastor? And, uh, it's, not, it's not the state, uh, saying that, that, um, that women make better archaeologists because they're always digging up the past. It's about the consistency, about always striving to either do what is right and do is what is best for their children, for those around them, for their family, for themselves. They just don't quit. Sometimes men give up after we've exhausted all of the things that we can do. We just say, okay, well, it can't be done, and we walk away. But isn't moms, wives... Women have that, that capacity to keep on going and striving and, and working until something happens. In Mark chapter 5, and I, I want to, I know this is not a typical Mother's Day message, and, and, uh, but I really feel it on my heart. In Mark chapter 5, the Bible tells us. Of, of a woman that was sick, that was ill, that was struggling with life, and she came in contact with Jesus. And her reaction to how she responded to Jesus and hearing about him transformed her life. I believe that we are here today, and, and there is people here today, whether you're here or online, that need to hear that there is a message of hope. That no matter how much despair you have heard in your life, Jesus can transform. Jesus can change. Jesus can heal. Jesus can make things right. And in Mark chapter 5, it goes like this. It says in, in verse 25, And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. Now can you imagine being ill for 12 years? Not being able to produce children for 12 years. The Bible doesn't tell us anything about this woman except that she was, had this condition. We don't know if she's a mom. We don't know if she's married. We don't know if she's single. We know that, that her age is, is probably anywhere from 25 to, to 60. We just don't know that much about her as far as her physical uh, age and anything else. But we do know this, that she had a condition and she suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and spent everything she had 
yet instead of getting better, she grew worse. Now that is dismal, isn't it? Can you imagine going to a doctor and, and they don't prescribe what you need and they don't help you, so you go to another doctor and then you go to another doctor and then you go to another doctor and you realize that your checking account is now diminished, so you start reaching into your savings and you go to another doctor and then you hear about, about somebody else that has, might have a cure, so you go to them and at the end of the day, You've spent your checking, you've spent your savings, you are completely depleted of any natural resources in this life, and your condition is not only not any better, but it steadily is growing worse. Have you ever felt that way about life? Have you ever had a circumstance in your life, whether it's a, a physical condition or a financial condition or, or whatever it may be, maybe an issue in your family, and you've done everything in your power to, to correct it. You've done everything. You've exhausted all avenues in your life to fix the situation. And at the end of the day, when you have finished everything, it's still not only prominent, but continues to get worse. I know I have been there, and, and my, my response is despair. Maybe, maybe you're there today, but this woman was in that situation. She had tried everything. She had tried all the doctors. She had tried every remedy. She had tried every cure. She had tried everything that was known to her and everything new that had come to her in the way of medicine. And she had tried it all. She had done it all. She had spent all. And now she has nothing. And the condition is not only lingering, but it's increasing in intensity. Then verse 27 of Mark chapter 5 is amazing. It's one little line that speaks volumes. I, I don't know who I'm speaking to today, but I, but I know that somebody needs to hear this. Here's this woman in desperate need. Here's a woman that is struggling with everything. And verse 27 says, when she heard about Jesus. When she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his garment because she thought, if I could just touch his clothes, I will be healed. Think about the faith in that. That here's a woman who has tried everything known and everything. I guarantee you she had gone to the priest. She had gone all the religious symptoms, all the religious remedies, all the medical remedies, everything that she had tried. But when she heard about Jesus, when she had heard that Jesus healed the sick, when she heard that Jesus opened blind eyes, when she heard that Jesus was able to cure others that had no hope, when he was able to raise the dead, when he was able to do what no human could do, when, when she heard about Jesus, something inside of her said, I have got to go touch him. 
You know, there are some things in life that no matter how much money you throw at it, no how much effort you throw at it, no matter how much ingenuity you try to, to put into it, there are some problems that will continue to linger because it's not within our ability to change them. The only way to change them is when you hear about Jesus and you realize that Jesus is the only answer, that Jesus is the only solution. And you make up your mind that I am not going to wait until somebody calls me. I'm not going to wait until Jesus comes my way. I heard about Jesus and I'm going to make my way to Him. If I could just touch His clothes, if I could just grab on to Him, maybe you're struggling with an issue in your life today and it's just relentless. It won't let you go. I know the answer and the answer is Jesus Christ because He is the only one that can set you free. He's the only one that can deliver. He's the only one that can put people in their right mind. He's the only one that can heal the sick. He's the only one that can do what nobody else can do. And we serve Him. We know Him. She said, if I could just touch His clothes, I'll be healed. You know, that's not a prescription in, in, in the Scripture. It seems to be that when she said, if I could just touch Him, I, I will be whole that was something that she had conjured up in her mind that, that, man, if I could just get close to him, I don't even have to have his attention. I don't even have to get him to stop. I don't have to get him to pray for me. I don't have to do any of that. If I can just touch him, if I can just reach out and grab him, if I can just minister, if, get him to, to touch me and I can touch him, I will be whole. Isn't that amazing? The amount of faith that I don't have to have his attention, I just have to be in his presence. Verse 29 says, when she reached out and touched him, you ready for this? Immediately. Don't you love that word? Immediately, her bleeding stopped. And she felt in her body that she had been freed from her suffering immediately immediately sometimes Jesus will use doctors sometimes Jesus uses other things sometimes but there are some times in our lives when nothing else works and when you get to that place that you have to reach out and touch him and to be honest God doesn't have to do it over time he can transform immediately immediately she felt in her body that she had been whole and at once Jesus realized that power had gone out of him. He turned around to the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? Isn't that an amazing scenario? Here's Jesus going to Jairus' house to, to heal some, a, a little girl. And, he, and as he's going, there's a throng of people around him. There are people touching him. The disciples are around him because that's his entourage. And, and they're there pretending like they're his bodyguards. But in reality, he was guarding them. And here's Jesus going and all these people touching him and all these people wanting his attention. And here's this woman that, that, that she snuck through the crowd and she, she reached out and touched 
touched him and Jesus stopped and said, who touched me? I will tell you, when you touch Jesus, there's two people that are going to know. You're going to know. And he's going to know. Everybody around you may not know. The disciples didn't know. The crowd didn't know. But that woman knew. She knew immediately that she had touched Jesus because Jesus said, virtue, power, dunamis. The, the power in the presence of God went from me to somebody. Jesus knew somebody had touched him. She knew that she had been touched by Jesus. When you touch Jesus, when you connect with it doesn't matter what everybody else around you is doing. It doesn't matter what everybody else is saying. When you connect with God, when you touch Jesus, you know and He knows. And that's all that matters. But Jesus kept looking around to see who had done it. And then the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet and, and with trembling and fear told him the whole truth. Told him the whole truth. There, there's some amazing things that, that are in this story. The truth of the matter is, that the woman had an illness that by law, by Mosaic law, made her unclean, which meant she was not to touch anybody else because it would make them unclean. And when she told the whole truth, she wasn't just saying, well, Jesus, I heard about you, so I had this great faith, and I just walked over and touched your garment, and you healed me. Look what I did. She was saying, I broke the law. I transgressed the law. And I transgressed the law of man, but I had to touch you. I had to reach out. I didn't care what other people thought. I didn't care what other people said. I didn't care what other people did. It was in my mind, it was in my heart that I was so tired of the situation that I am in and I am so tired that I cannot, I cannot do anything about it and I have done everything within my power and, and I know that you could heal me. So, so Jesus, I just came to you and I didn't care what people thought and I didn't care what the law said. I just needed to touch you. You ever been there? She went against the law. She went against the social norms. Because desperation brings focus. When you get desperate, everything else fades away. You ever been so sick that you felt close to the and at that moment, your job doesn't matter. Your house doesn't matter. Nothing really matters except 
your relationship with God. I've been there a couple of times in my life, and I will be honest with you. That moment is so acute, so clear, that it transforms you. It helps you understand what is really important in life. And to be honest, this woman was there. She cared nothing about what people said or what people would think or what people would do to her. She just knew, I have to touch Jesus. Desperation brings focus. She was desperate to have Christ touch her. She was desperate for healing and she knew her answer was in Christ. I want to ask somebody that question and I don't know who I'm speaking to today but I will be honest there's somebody either here or watching online that needs to hear this because this message was given to me this morning in prayer. How desperate are you? Are you still concerned about what other people might think? Are you still concerned about what other people might say? Or are you so tired of the circumstances in your life that you have to decide that I just don't care anymore. I have to connect with Christ. If she would have cared and said, man, I hope Jesus comes this way or, or I'll, I'll hear about him some more and, and I'll trust him from afar or, I'll, or I'll, I'll, I'll follow his teachings, she would have still been in the same situation. She would have still been in the same circumstance. But when she decided that, that she was going to do something about it, that she was going to touch Jesus, in spite of everybody else in spite of what other people said she didn't care it was I am in desperation mode there's nobody else that can help me and I need him sometimes the, the, the sins in our lives keep us from walking close to the Lord keep us in, in a in a Situation where we keep telling ourselves we're going to do better this week or we're going to do better this next week or we're going to keep on trying and trying and trying and, and we, then we fail and we get down on ourselves and then we try to say, okay, well, next week we're going to do better. I'll just read the Bible more or I'll just, uh, or I'll just hang around my Christian friends more. But the reality is this. I don't care how old you are, whether you're 10 or you're 100, somewhere in your life, if you want to get rid of sin, if you want to get rid of that stain of sin, if you want to get rid of the guilt in your life, you have to do, realize that, that Christ died for you and the only way to remedy that is to get desperate and come to Him. As Christians, sometimes we, we struggle with issues in our lives and we, we try to handle them. We try to hide them. We try to, to put them behind a mask. And, and, and people say, well, well, 
uh, how are you? And they'll say, I'm doing fine, I'm doing great. And, and in reality, you're, you're struggling in darkness. You're struggling on the inside. You're, you're in turmoil day and night on the inside because you know that everything is not all right, that everything is not perfect, that you have an inner turmoil that, it, that you are wrestling with from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed. It has brought, it has brought depression. It has brought anxiety. It has brought stress in your life, and you don't know what to do with it. But my friends, I'm here to tell you today, as a minister of the Word of God, God is looking and saying, if you'll just come to me, I will bring you deliverance. I will bring you healing. I will set you free. I'm going to ask our praise team to come back. She knew she had touched Jesus. Jesus knew he had been touched. Jesus looked around and said, who touched me? Because he was looking for that person. Jesus' response to her was simply this. Be of good cheer. In other words, don't worry. Don't fret. Don't be in despair. Don't fear. Your faith has made you well. Your faith. We used to sing a song that said, Touching Jesus is all that really matters. For then your life will never be the same. And there's only one way to touch Him. That's to believe when you call on His name. This today just as that woman when she heard about Jesus coming and was passing through her way that woman decided today's my day I'm not waiting to see if he's going to come by again today is it today right now can I tell you that Jesus is in this house that the Lord is in this room And today is your day. You say, well, I, I'm worried of what, what other people will think. Then you'll never touch him. Well, I'm worried about what other people will say. You'll never touch him. But when you get desperate and you say, God, I have to have a change. My life has got to change. The circumstances have got to change. And I can't do it. Nobody else can do it. I have to touch you. And when you touch him, then and only then is Christ going to set you free. We are in this church, and, I, and we're in a church building. And the presence of God is here. you would just bow your heads with me just for a moment this is a day of destiny for somebody 
This is a day of deliverance for somebody. This is a day of, of emotional, spiritual healing. Jesus is coming by. Will you reach out to him? And you say, well, he's, there's not a crowd, there's not a throng. There's an altar. Say, I don't have to go to the altar. No, you don't. You really don't. But when you get desperate enough, when you get desperate enough, when the weight of the world is so heavy that you just cannot bear it anymore, and you thought I would rather be dead than live through this? You need Jesus. And Jesus is here. Jesus is here to touch you. Jesus is here to set you free. If you're here today and the Lord has spoken to you, I want you to rise from where you are and make your way down to this altar. Don't worry what people are going to say. Don't worry what people are going to think. Because in the end, it doesn't matter. It's Jesus touching you. And you touching Jesus.